No, I was just going to say we had time for one more question, but we, we cut him loose, so perfect. We're, move, we're keeping it moving here. Keep moving. Keeping it moving. Do you want to do your two minutes on your solo topic here real quick? Well, it's not really a solo topic. I wanted to bring it up for everybody, but, you know, I think with this – how do you say the guy's last name, this Bill's punter? Matt Aradia. Aradia? Aradia. So, obviously, we've seen this story has popped up over the last – I don't even know if it's been 24 hours since the story has broken here. And I think, as Browns fans, we need to be careful, Okay. I don't think Browns fans need to be looking for every guy that gets in trouble and say, see, they're not doing anything to him. Let's remember that there is a 18-year-old girl who was 17 at the time of this incident that is accusing this player and two others of raping her. So let's not be flippant about, oh, this is not about Watson. This is about the situation. Plus, it's stupid, guys, to bring up Watson in this case to say, they're not picking on him as much. It's been 24 hours. Yeah. The Watson thing went on for months and months. I, I think, Brad, you give me a side eye here. No, no, I'm listening to you. It's just one of those things. This is a very serious thing This is very serious. And by the way, if nothing else, because he admitted to, to having sex with this woman, if nothing else, he committed statutory rape because she was 17 years old at the time. It, even if everything else is untrue. That whole story is crazy, and it's one of them ones that I ain't even going to comment on until everything I, I, well, I, don't th- I don't think I don't think we have the, all the facts here. Yeah, right? I, 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 I got to wait till everything we, come the, out. The reports I read, uh, there were some allegations made, and then there were some people that I, obviously that, that said we're at the party said that didn't happen. So I don't think in any yeah. investigative n- nature you can even comment on right. that. Right. Well, yeah. I, I can say yeah. that the allegations of are very, very serious, very, very, very serious. troubling. And she did go to the police to report this, I believe, the next day after it happened. Jason? It's it's awful. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. And I just, let, let's wait and see what else comes out. It's so early on. It's been less than 24 hours. Right. But it's horrifying. It's, yeah. it's disgusting and it's horrifying. And again, it, it goes to the point of, like, there's, there's always going to be another incident and another incident, not just in football, in every walk of life, you right. know. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's but take it easy on the, why are they not picking on this guy? First of all, beyond that it's been 24 hours, you know, Deshaun Watson is a superstar in the league. So a- any story about a superstar is going to be bigger than a rookie punter. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though he had a cool nickname, uh, which now we can't call him that anymore. But uh, yeah, it was like the punt, punt guy, god or something like that. that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on a, on a much lighter note, guys, um, the where where did these rankings come from again, Mike? This is from the Ringer. Oh, the Ringer, and right? And they right, did right. an all-in index, which all pretty in, much looked at. Yes. Steve, let's take the uh, let's take sixty-eight here, the VO, and just kind of explain to the people what this is. They looked at how each team is spending their money and the team's draft capital, and it's the value of the picks, not the players chosen, and how much they're spending an annual average to rank which teams are the most all-in this year and next year, and right. which teams are clearly building for the future. Okay. And cut to the right to the next one, Steve. Yeah. Let's, let's keep this moving and give the people the information they need. These are the rankings. These are their all-index rankings. The Rams were the most all-in, and the Browns and the Broncos were tied for second. It says two and three. They're tied at 123. All right. For second, meaning the Browns are as all-in as any team in the league, and here's the reasoning if we cut one more, Steve. Okay. They're fifth overall in spending. Mm-hmm. Their third in the least draft capital on the bottom line was the rolling on Deshaun Watson. They say the championship window's two years. Are you guys buying that timeline? 
They're saying the Browns championship window is two years. Before they run into some serious contractual uh, issues. I actually kind of agree That's with that. That's actually a on point. I, it's <laughs> the, it, it might be less, actually. Right? It could be two exactly. or less because right now they got, they're able to do everything and have that wiggle room because of the way that they structured a lot of people's deals. But once those cap numbers hit, it's going to be a lot of players that's going to have to be let go because they can't afford to keep them all. And on top of that, running back, we got Nick Chubb. Running backs don't last that long in right. the league, so you got yeah. you got to really expedite this process here. You just made my point to go get Jimmy G. Like, yeah. If you get a two-year window and you're going to waste 11 games on Jacoby Brissett, but it's not wasting 11 days. He's this a backup. Is, this is the thing. We And we got to stop. We panicked. Did, didn't you just say uh, this? Uh, we were, they, they, you panicked. No, it's not this a panic. This is the thing. They signed Jacoby Brissett. They signed Jacoby Brissett thinking it was going to be four to six he games He's not going to be ready to play week one anyway. You don't need him for week one. You need him for week five. So what if Jacoby Brissett goes out there and have a great I'm game? Not, you I'm need not, him. Good problem to have. That's what I'm Yeah. So then you'll be paying somebody that you might not even use. Look at the schedule from week five. To week 11. That's when you need Jimmy Garoppolo. Let me tell you something. I'm not a fool. I'm not giving away $20 million for five games. You don't I'm have sorry. to. No, if he gets cut, if he gets cut, it's a At this point, split. I wouldn't trade for him. I don't, right. listen, I don't want to side rail. I don't want to go back no, 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 backwards on the topic. Yeah. But to go, to go back to what Tyrus was saying and go back to this point, obviously, I think those are the right calls. Less need with the Rams. Less F them picks need with the number one team. <laughs> the, Seah- the, the Broncos just went and got Russell Wilson. The 49ers just traded three picks to go get Trey Lance and obviously the Browns on Deshaun. And the reason it's a two-year window, they have $50 million in cap space. Now they're trying to roll over, which goes back to the Jimmy question. They're $30 million over the cap next year. Mike. That's why it's a two-year window. They can roll the money from this year into next yeah. year. And after that, you got a lot of decisions to make, and you got to start well, playing cap well, here, gymnastics. Well, here. Mike, you bring me that, that graphic back about the, the teams that are all in. I'm going to tell you what. You, there, there's a common denominator here with all these teams, right? Desperation. The Rams were desperate, right? They, they won a Super Bowl. No, they ain't no. desperate. Get off, They're get still drilling. What off. they were when they made the moves. Take, take off this because that started last year when they went all in and started getting beat. There right? ain't no pressure but on I'm them saying, now. They got the so, rings. And now the now this, this, is, this, yes. this is the remainder of that. They're caught up in the middle of the run, right? So look at the Broncos. The Broncos are tired of being in the position they've been in. The Browns have been in, uh, in, in a futility position for basically since the time they've come back to town here and the Dolphins are the Dolphins. I got to talk about the Dolphins. The Dolphins is a little <laughs> Honestly, I think these rankings are stupid. The Dolphins and 49ers, I don't know how they're all in. Neither well, has a particularly good because quarterback. Because the 49ers, 49ers traded, traded all they traded. Yeah, they, like, they got to pay Nick Bosa yeah, here soon, I mean, so they're the going to be out of money. I, I think the rankings are stupid. What I would say. All of those teams made significant major trades within the last year. To get a quarterback, right. But Tyreek Hill doesn't play quarterback. They're desperate. Well, I... I don't know that the Dolphins are all in with, Ty- with that, Tua, That's the one that's a little head scratchy. Yeah, they're about, but, to, but get, they're about the to trade for to, Lamar Jackson. To your point on what? Garoppolo, I don't, at this point, I don't think the Browns should trade for Garoppolo, but if the Niners cut him, which I think they will, at that point, they should that's sign different. him and that's bring different. him in. That's well, the problem that's is, what I do, well, he's he, not playing the first month anyway. Well, no he, well, if he gets cut, they will, I think if they want to increase their chances of landing him, they would have to trade for him because if he gets I'm, cut, and it's his decision, why would I come here for 11 games? I'm basically in the same situation. He ain't starting anywhere else except for maybe Seattle. Miami. No. 
Miami's not taking him. He's not they starting. Why would he not? He could go right in there and play. The Jets. No. He could go right in there he's and play right away. The Jets. He could go right in there and play. It's the same offense that he's been doing. They got a young quarterback. They're not benching Zach Wilson. He out for like what? About four weeks? Nah, at the most. No, the only team. You I said think... he wouldn't come for eleven games. Zach Wilson's not going to miss You're eleven right. games. Seattle, I guess he could start. Seattle, but, no, Seattle. but they stink. But I, I would. I mean, it appears to me that Seattle wants to just take their lumps this year. And, and go and get a quarterback the, of the, in the teams draft. that would be interested. Who's who? Who? Where they would he have a chance to play more with a good team than the Browns? I totally agree. With you. He has the best supporting cast. But here. I, I just don't buy that Miami wants him. This Miami has co- zero interest in Jimmy G. This offensive coordinator. I don't know that. All, and you're right. Y'all say that just now. because they've said publicly they don't. I just think they're in on Tua. If if he's a free agent, I think a lot of people would uh, bring him in. Right, but a lot of people would bring him in as a backup where for the Browns, he, if he's healthy enough, he would start until Watson came back. Well, he'd be technically a backup for the first couple of weeks until he gets Yeah, but just because he's not he's not going to start for So now he's not going to play 11 games. He's going to play like eight, yeah, but seven or eight. Where else is he definitely going to play Six. seven or eight games? Seattle. But Seattle stinks. And so two is only two is on the clock. We need to cut it out. I hear you. He might be. <laughs> didn't, didn't, didn't Jacksonville or didn't uh, Miami bring in a veteran backup. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. I, I don't know. I don't buy Teddy Bridgewater any better than Teddy Bridgewater personally, wow. but I, I think they're the same. Wow, <laughs> what? the disrespect. On yeah, this I don't think I don't think Jimmy G's Woo. that good, but he's better than he's better than than uh, Jacoby Brissett. But but here's the thing. Getting back to the initial point of like these, I never like the, these things. This idea that there's this two year window to win is really dumb. It's only a two-year window to win if the Browns have bad. Uh, uh, if you think Andrew Berry sucks as a GM, because the, the the salary cap problems are only problems if you can't draft and develop young players. See, the good teams keep their if they have a quarterback. The good teams keep their window open as long as they have that quarterback. If they draft well, the Browns have to go at it a different way, right? Like. They, the Browns have spent a lot in free agency mm-hmm. in recent years. Not as much this year, but the last few years, they've spent a lot. And they've extended Watson, uh, Watson, Garrett, Ward, uh, five for 100. Amari Cooper, that was his deal. Well, that wasn't with the Browns. Well, I'm just saying, currently, he's on yeah, the Browns. Yeah, but that, 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 that's a bear. That's, that's, year. Got that like shouldn't two. be on there because that, that deal's almost over. Ugh. But they extended Betonio. They extended Teller. Yeah. So there's other guys they paid money to. Mm-hmm. So now the Browns, going forward, have to do it differently. They have to get it right in the draft. Yeah. They have to make smart, veteran, cheaper free agent that's signings. Be, that's because that's you, how they do it differently. If they do that well, then this window will go as long as Watson. Well, yeah, but you, but you also, Bull, you have to take into account that depending on the, the market we're in. Like, you're in Dallas, you can do that because you're going to make so much money on other things that you right. can supplement some LA, you can do that. In San Francisco, you can do that because you can supplement other things. Now, Cleveland, you got to be smart here. It, it's a short window here in Cleveland, and this is all the sports here. You have a short window for uh, excellence here, no. and then you got to start. But why? Because the because what's the, the difference? What a difference! What a difference you, is you, that you not, said that they're going to be dependent on the the guys that they draft and develop. You forgot the fact that they traded away a bunch of picks. So now, they traded three so picks, now that these cares? guys that they're developing is not first round well, picks. These are people that are going right. later if you're in the draft. You're a good team and you draft well. You don't need all you the five. You can't find the talent. Hold on to a bunch of people in these markets because you can't pay everybody. No, yeah, yeah. People want to be paid. I know. 
that, but in football, it's a salary cap. The Green Bay, I mean, you know, Green Bay stayed good forever. If I want twenty million, yeah, I don't care about that. New Orleans, but Cleveland. Deshaun Watson is that it could, can be that level of quarterback, in my opinion. He's gonna have to be. Yes, you, you <laughs> hope that they can do exactly what you're talking about. We don't have the evidence or proof of that. You hope they can do that. Right. You know you have the roster to win right now. Right, right. That's Agreed. the difference. Yes. You hope that they can, that Nick Harris is a fifth-round pick before he gets hurt, can grow into that guy, that DPJ oh, is But that's already rounder. happened. But those things are already but, now. No, but I'm saying down the road, you hope that that can continue, but we don't have the proof that they can do that. Where's the evidence that sure, they can but draft well and develop guys? Well, but and, they, and I mean, they have drafted pretty well the last couple of Nick years. Nick Harris, you would hope, would have been that guy but, and but, that they could continue that into the future. But yeah. you know you have a roster right now that can win right, that right this now GM has for put two together. years yeah, but, before they have to start getting creative. You also notice that you can go to any sport. You cannot carry high-level, high-money-making dudes all the time. You just cannot. I don't there, agree there, with there's, that. There's a which sport? Take, base, football, take, you take baseball away. But ba- right. No, take, take football, basketball. Yeah. You you get a core set of guys, and then the money comes into play, and they start moving people. Yeah, but what? Why? If LeBron had wanted to stay here, wouldn't Dan, Gilbert would have kept paying? No, listen. <laughs> no, Dan blinked. Like people don't realize <laughs> last year when Dan blinked like when it got one. to the end with the with the repeater tax in the NBA. But wasn't the, that because he knew LeBron was going to leave again? Did no. that factor in? Like, I, I, I'm trying to do this off the top of my head. I think yeah. it was, I think it was, was it Verish out? There was somebody that they moved that they didn't have to, but they moved him to get the money off the books the because of the, the repeat book. offender. Well, yeah, but, but that's down the road. You know how Jordan ended up in Washington? Miami cut Mike Miller because he repeated. Do you know how Jordan ended up in Washington? Right. Because why do we going to pay anymore? I gave you the thirty million dollars. You're not getting a dime more. Yeah. It's over. That's how I ended up in Washington. Even Joe okay, Lake, but that's even, but even Joe Lake up in every Golden State. Not well, just but I'm saying because most of these most of these owners yeah. they have a limit. Even, they have they have a limit. Right, that, but you know what? For do. years, Jimmy Haslam because they had a crappy team and they never drafted good players. He was way under the cap. All yeah. other teams are paying more. I, listen, you I've can killed Jimmy, but I have reason to believe that Jimmy won't have a problem having a high being at I right at the salary cap for a number of years if he that. needs to. Yeah. I don't think the Browns are going to lose to Sean Watson or key players because of money. Oh, now, eventually, if you have Sean so Watson, many guys, yeah, you have well, they players, you got to let some guys go. <laughs> we saw what happened in Seattle's defense; their defense fell apart. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. Where are you? Willing but they to, didn't draft well after that. Where are you willing to take the hit at? Because you got a quarterback, you got a DN, you got a corner, you got three positions. Okay, where you take the hit Where? guards. They've got thirty yeah. million dollars invested Batonio, in In two years, you're going to move on from Batonio. Well, I guess you right. You're going to move on from Amari you Cooper. Needed, you got to get young receivers. You, you got to develop. You needed fifteen million dollar guards when Baker was your quarterback. Right. You don't need fifteen million dollars. You don't. Guards Certainly not two. Sean Watson, not two. And Batonio, well, Batonio's probably He's got 30. another year or two at a high level, and then he'll start to decline. Right. That's one of the on. spots where you're going to Amari yeah. Cooper. You're not going to pay him that kind of money after maybe even after this year. So you'll find. I think they'll find ways. The one thing, one more year. The one thing he said, you have to be smart. You have to be smart of how you structure this going forward because it's not it's not a, a right, uh, writing a blank check for years. It's like there's some strategy right. here. So you, ca- you hope that Barry and Haslam are on the same page and, and yes. there's an extraction piece here because every year somebody's going to get extracted from here. 
right? And we're gonna fill the void with somebody else. Right. It's really about moving money around because well, Watson's going nowhere. Well, he's gonna get all right. that money That's right true. here in he's Cleveland. Gonna get yes, paid. He is. Well, yes. the number one thing that they have to make sure that they keep, if they want to keep this window, is they have to keep a running game. So you would hope Jerome Ford and Deernis Johnson can turn well, it that, to the future of Nick it. Chubb and Kareem. Right, that, and Nick Chubb. I mean, I think you know, plan. You never know. You're right. Running backs. I mean, look at look at Todd Gurley. Like three, four years yeah, ago, he's the best running back. That's a shame. That was a shame. Right. I mean, we see that, but there's also Adrian Petersons who are great into their 30s. It's less common. And maybe because they haven't given Nick Chubb every single That's carry the point I made a that he can last ago. longer. And to this point, now it happened quick for Gurley, but to this point, there's been no signs of decline for Nick Chubb. There's no reason to believe, at least for another two, three years, he won't be really good. But yes, event you have to have those guys coming up. Mm-hmm. The next and right now at wide receiver, we don't or, or we don't know. It seems like we right now. If I was to look at this Browns team right yeah. now. They're taking the hit at wide receiver yeah. and defensive tackle. Those sure. are the two yeah. spots that sure. they like. We're going to go in the season. Our playbook, the way we're going to call plays, it, it doesn't matter who's in there. They should be able to at least make this play. That's and that's right. kind of where it looks like. That's if right. I looked and, at the Browns, that's the two hits. And that's why, you know, over the next couple of years, we're going to see, are they able to draft a young, like David Bell? What's he going to be? You know, we're all, you know, he's a rookie. We don't know what he's going to be. What, right. if he, what if at the end of this year he has – you know, 912 What's yards it? and five touchdowns. Then, we feel then, really good then about it will it. open up that's, that window yeah, just right. a tad bit more. That's why they moved on from Landry. Like, we're not paying this money. We're, we're going to try that's somebody right. else. We're not paying They're this like, money. We, we, the Browns believe they can get the production, different type of player, yeah. but for they less, can get the production that Landry capital. gave them for, for less, less money. For less and you've got to find the areas. That's why they did it with Shredder, obviously. I think that, you know? the best times to, to capitalize on Super Bowls is when you have a rookie quarterback before he gets paid. Because sure. Because now you got a that's whole true. bunch of money to throw it somewhere well, else. Right. What and up, this is up. the last that's, year. It, that's that. Joe Burrow. He what got up, paid, right. yeah. So they can. But spend he's gonna the money. get paid after this he, year. They're gonna have to start saving. You see, yep. uh, Jesse Bates can't get paid, and he they, he came he, back to the team though. Oh yeah, he yeah. seen Daxton Hills made an interception. He said, "Yeah, <laughs> I better let me get, get back. back on in there." <laughs> and Tyvis, to your point, the Deshaun suspension was an absolute worst case scenario for the Browns because with six games, sure, the window is when his contract becomes eligible for this year. So he's a ten million dollar cap hit this year and a $55 million cap hit next year. If it was 12 or 13 games, I believe, not 100%, but I believe the contract then counts next year as $10 million. Everything gets pushed back. Yeah. So it was an absolute worst-case scenario. Well, if they the don't make the playoffs. The no, way. I'm just saying in general with the way that Deshaun's contract is right. structured. Right, no, I, I get what you're saying. But ultimately, if they make the playoffs this year, then you don't worry about that. Who cares? Sure, but I'm, it, yeah. you know – I'm you just saying six involved. games is the threshold for the contract right. account yeah. this year. Yeah, and that's the minimum that he's going to. Well, well, they're going to again. They're going to have to be creative with the cap season. and re- that's, what that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Accrued season. Thank you. Yeah, three seasons. For right. It was three a big deal with Le'Veon Bell. Credit a year right? six for accrued. Everybody made that big deal with yes. Le'Veon Bell. We were talking about uh, that a lot. It was a big deal when I was playing. All I really cared was three. Six got you closer to free agency. Mike, I'm hungry. We feel like we feel like we attacked this conversation from all angles. Ready to move on. Oh, what you got? Well, I don't know. You three, started pointing three at me. Three so years. Oh, no. no wait a minute. Saying we got the internet says next. Three, oh, no. okay. three years. Well, three well, years moves I, your money. Six years. I thought you, you had to read a agency. built bar ad, so I was Bam. setting you up with I'm Remember hungry. that. I do have to do a built bar. That's a great point. And you know what? I had this I was morning for I was breakfast. Yeah. I had a delicious built bar as I pull up these bullet points. <laughs> built bar. You know what's great about built bar? Uh, screw the bullet points. I, you know, I had two this morning because I was hungry. I worked out this morning. It ref- charged me, refueled me. What, what you do, upper body or lower? 
little chest this morning. Okay. A little chest. Yeah, a little, no, little chest. No, just skip legs, huh? <laughs> no, ch- legs was yesterday. You got to switch upper. upper Mike has body. a little chest, so he does a little chest. <laughs> 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 yeah, I do it. I do it. I do it. I don't legs look, I don't, if I don't eat my yeah. built bars, I become like paper thin. I turn sideways. Right. You can't see me. Yep. I had the chocolate dough chunk this morning. It was divine. I the recommend cookie it. Cookie dough chunk, right? Is that what you told me? Cookie you had dough, it? chocolate chunk. It's all, it's all chunky. It's yeah. delicious. He's all you got to know is if you're not eating Bill Bars, you're not doing it right, and you could use promo code LOCKDOWN15 for 15% off at Bill.com. All right. Bill, so, thanks for setting me up there. By the, by the way, what's the internet saying? By the way, before we get to that, speaking of breakfast, I went to – anybody been to Grumpy's? Ever been no. to Grumpy's? I don't, I'm not Where a big that? breakfast eater. Where's that at? I'll tell you what, though. Wendy's got them uh, French toast sticks. Wendy's. Woo! Hey, they get, yeah. you get some powder sugar. I'm talking about a local business here, Tyvis. <laughs> 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 do, 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 do it again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Do it again. Are <laughs> <laughs> you licking your toes? <laughs> oh, my God. Grumpy's is on West 14th. Like I went to Grumpy's yeah. with Brian Winters when Brian was in town. Brian right. went to breakfast at Grumpy's. I took me a minute. I'm like, where are you guys? Yeah, it's a great breakfast. It's a breakfast Ooh. lunch place. Great. I got a, I got like an egg scramble with uh, like uh, Cajun potatoes, bacon, and um, pork. Uh, what's that? Chorizo. Chur- pork chorizo. This sounds actually Ooh. pretty good. Actually. Grumpy's is great. It's great. Where breakfast. is it? West 14th. And what? I think that's tech, is that technically Ohio City or Tremont? I think I don't know. West I put it where the borderlines are. I'm a suburb guy. I, put I think it it's Tremont. I think it's Tremont. Grumpies. Grumpies. Yeah. And then there's a nice new. You know, a couple of years ago they added that entrance to the to 90 right over there. Oh, that's that's right so over there. That's sweet. Anyway, we shout out to Grumpies. I had a good breakfast this morning. So All we right. alluded to this yesterday. Yeah. And this is what the internet's saying. And before we tell you what they're saying, let's tell you who brings it to us. It's our best friends over at PCC Airfoils. Are you looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and signing bonuses. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. She stood on the tracks, waving her arms, leading me to that PCC shock. That was good. I liked it. It's an obscure Billy Joel song called All Filet. That's a great mm. song. Check it out. Go ahead. What do we so got? So this, we referenced it yesterday real quick. Let's take it the tweet here. Josina Anderson tweeted this on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Keep an eye on how things are going with Josh Rosen. It was a very odd tweet. Very odd tweet. We yes. got no clarification. So these are two internet responses we got to that. And then I'll tell you what she was actually referring to. Let's cut to the first one, Anthony. Okay. <laughs> Let's cut to the second one, Anthony. Uh... Wait. Exactly. Wait. No one knows what she's referring to. By the to. way, you should, uh, bad job out of you guys putting this one up. This is the most overused. The, the two most overused memes or gifs or whatever the hell they're called is this one and the one with the guy eating the popcorn. It's gif. Gif, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> and you know the one with the guy eating the popcorn? It's like... <laughs> so what does he tell about all the time? So Josina's been a yeah. guest on the show twice. She's awesome. Yeah, she's the best. So... I'm not sure if she knew this, but I think she has access to our rundowns. And she saw in our rundowns that we were going to play the Josh Rosen game. True. So I think she was saying keep an eye on Josh Rosen in preview for our Josh Rosen game. So here's how it's going to work. I heard Big Cat talk about this on his podcast, that Josh Rosen has a specific kind of stat line. And I looked into it. And he's right. And you're going to see what it is in a sec. And it's a little game of real or fake Mm -hmm. with Josh Rosen stat lines. Okay. Mm. 
And these It's true or false, it's just real or fake. But these are specifically all targeted towards the same thing. How many is it? There's nine. No, so no, fi- no 50-50s. This is going to be a winner Jeez. or a so loser. I'm putting it Anthony's on, uh, keeping track. Okay. And these all follow the same trend. All right, here we go. Are you guys ready, Steve? Are you ready to play the first ever edition of the Josh Rosen stat line, real or fake game? Yes. Let's hit it, Steve. Let's see the first stat line. 10 for 20, 101 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. These are all in starts. Did this happen or not? In starts in the NFL? NFL starts, correct. False. Or fake. I can uh, tell you that. I, I, didn't y'all just hear my story? Go ahead. Y'all go ahead. Fake. He seems awful confident, so I'll follow Tyvis and say yeah. false. Real. I was going to say true. Real. I'm going to say true. Two and two, survey says. Man, he, he threw a game winning touchdown on me. What is uh, wrong with y'all? Uh-huh. Well, that doesn't mean it was no, that game. It's just one he game. Said, he said it, it. I thought it was just no, any game. No, it was all starts. In his starts. Yeah, he started more than one game in his career. He started oh, okay. two seasons. Okay. Okay. He only started one game? I, yeah. Well, yeah. you and I lucked <laughs> into that one. We got yeah. that one. Yeah, it's okay. That was the most confident. Yeah, we no just started idea like 15 games, I think. Oh, he he started he, 19 games, and these are nine of the stat Well, we got We want to know. Looks like a line drive in the scorebook, baby. Yeah. We ready for number two. Let's take it, Steve. <laughs> 12 for 19, 105 I mean, yards. Are all going to be like around the same thing? One interception, which is the point here that he does the exact same stat line okay. uh, every time he starts a game. Is this real or fake? I'll say real. I'm going true. I got to get back in the game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll say true. I would say real. <laughs> it's real or fake, guys. Not true or false. It's yeah, real, real or fake. fake. You guys all said real. real, and you guys are all correct. This actually was a start against the Denver Broncos. <laughs> this is sad. Let's go to the next one, Steve. Let's keep them rolling here. These get better and better as we go along. Go Take same, it. Same step. 11 for 26, 120, 49 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Is this real or is this fake? Fake. That's true. Oh, that's real. I'll say real. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I would say, I'll say fake. What the heck? Drum roll, please. It is real. Yeah. Another sub 150 yard game that, for a that, starter in the that's NFL. That's a stat line. Jeez. <laughs> these, were these all with the Cardinals? They had to be, right? Yes. Yeah. Are we ready for the he next didn't one? Start anywhere. I don't, think, did so. I don't think so. No. Let's take it, Steve. 13 for 22, 132 yards, zero <laughs> touchdowns, two interceptions. Real or fake? I oh, believe guy. it, real. Real. I believe it. That's real. I believe it. Real, real, real. I'm pretty saying real. Let's see it. It is real. <laughs> Another dazzling performance Poor for number Josh 19. Rosen. Let's keep it rolling, Steve. Let's just go right to the next one. Yeah. This is a doozy. 12 for 23, 87 oh. yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. Real or fake? It's hard to make that up. That's I'll say fake. real. That's I'll say fake. real. That's I'm going to say fake. You have to suck real. to do that. Jason and Bull are right. This is a very real stat line <laughs> of a starting quarterback <laughs> in the amazing. NFL. The sub Mendoza line. Less than four line. yards <laughs> per game. No, no wonder the Cardinals we cut him loose after one done. year. And this one, next one, guys. But just, by the way, not done. They, you said no wonder they cut him. Should they? It, should the guy who drafted him be making the next pick, oh, by the way? Man. Probably not, which he did. Go ahead. Let's see the next one. How about this for a start? Seven for 18, 97 <laughs> yards, no touchdowns, one interception. Real or fake? God, uh, I'm on a roll. It's real. hard to tell. Real. I'm just going to say real. Today. I mean, yeah, I'm going to say fake. Fake. 
It is real. Josh oh. Rosen, another <laughs> dud. Terrible. 97.1 <laughs> oh, Stop, Mikey, stop. We were going to change the conversation. Is, Can I we use the gif of beating the dead horse? Uh, stop. Oh He's dead. He's dead. We got three more. You guys ready? Borderline anti-Semitic at this point. <laughs> I'm half Jewish. I, I'm I know, I'm kidding. Another doozy. 15 for 25, 85 yards, two picks. No, that's got to be fake. It's got to be fake. <laughs> it's got to be fake. I'm going real. Real, baby. We're on a roll. They all sound so the same real. to me at this point. It is so real. This, <laughs> this really happened. Terrible. So let me – hold on. I, don't want it. I just Stop. don't want Stop. it to we, be we, this bad. I have bad. to ask you a question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why is he even on the freaking roster? <laughs> Why is he even here, right? <laughs> I can go get a couple of Ohio State dudes that sit on the sideline and do that. Because he was a first-round pick. No, he, no, he was. Exactly. So that <laughs> means, he was going to make those 10 teams that means, pass on you know, regret it. That That's what means he says. that when you're a first round pick, your chances you of making chances. another team is highly likely. He was sabotaged by the Cardinals. He was sabotaged by the Cardinals. Every quarterback's coach looking at him and saying, I can fix that guy. Like, he, right. I, I'll put you in position in situations where you won't have to do those things. Man, you see those stat lines? Brutal. This next one wasn't a start, but he did play a significant amount in the game. Okay. Steve, let's take the stat line. Seven for 20, 88 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. That's got to be real. 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 Fake. I'm all in. That is very real, guys. <laughs> that is very real. I mean, you made it too easy by specifically saying it was not a start. I didn't think you would. Agree, That's a good point. Know. I totally screwed myself. Yeah. 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 This you know last what? one. Problem. This is a problem. You ready? Problem. Yeah. 18 of 34, 149 yards. I mean, that's one for touchdown. him is a really good stat that's line. One inter no interceptions, real or fake. Was it, did they play San Francisco? This is not against San Francisco. Okay. I'll say fake. That's a lot. Of is 149 yards and one touchdown too good to yeah, be that's true? Yeah, that's too good for that's him. That's a lot of pass. Fake. I'll say fake. It is real, guys. Uh -huh. The only fake one was the first one. The other eight were all very real stat lines from Josh Rosen's illustrious career in the NFL. And I hope Justine Anderson gives us something to come out of this because, well, as Brad said, I'm not sure how he's in the league. I don't even know how he's here. This is nothing against Josh Rosen. I mean, just there's nothing special about that. I mean, well, he's not going to be on the team, so I'm nothing like, special. <laughs> he might. I'm like, what is this? What are nothing we doing? Nothing even now? mediocre. Oh, about that. my God. What are we doing? Jason here? won, by the way. For anyone keeping track at home, Jason is now the official winner of the Josh Rosen stack. Game. What, what Jason, are we doing congratulations. That was bad. That was That's brutal. Awful. That was brutal. That was that was rough. I can't. But the guy the guy threw a game winner on me, so he's he's freaking uh, Tom Brady to me. Uh, <laughs> I saved this for a day. Tyvis was in because I know slipped. when he saw those stat lines, he, he wasn't going to believe that the same guy who put up those stat lines threw he a game threw a touch, touchdown. Like your man, he caught the touchdown. He slipped. Who who who? So this is what happened. He stumbled. Yeah, anyway. So we we in the I end. mean that's a little embarrassing. It is. We had <laughs> we at the end of a game. Oh, yeah. I'm playing for San Francisco. Here we go. I wasn't I wasn't supposed to play safety, but two safeties got hurt. So boom, they threw me mm. in the game. See what happened. We get all was. they get all the way down to the to the red zone, and we're running this red zone defense like a cover two type thing. And our corner is supposed to sit on the outside of number one, and we're re as a safety. I'm reading number one, so it's two by two formation. So I'm looking. If one goes inside the corner, then that's my man. Number two go. The corner takes number two. Well, what happened is the corner he backed up, so I couldn't tell if he was going inside or out. Mm. I seen number two sit down on the at the goal line, and I seen the corner take it. So I knew I had to turn around and try to find number one behind me. He was running a back line dig, and he threw it to him. Money. Game. Who was it? Who was the receiver? Christian Kirk. 
So let got me, him paid too. I, <laughs> I, I, you want to get paid? Make I, a play on time. <laughs> stop that. Stop that. So here, yeah. let me let me say a couple things here. Yeah. First, uh, his, his shirt is appropriate. Go ask your mom. Because <laughs> obviously, my friend is traumatized. But right? the clarity in your remembrance uh, of what, what yeah. happened here. Yep. I mean, every point was vivid. It was vivid. Is right? Like, man, this joy just hit a lucky shot on you. Dude, it was. The only thing missing is like Rosen, get up in your face and talk. Don't be claiming it. It was the worst thing that could happen because I was undrafted and yeah, at no, that no, time, yeah. you, know, Timing. you know, they come in and after you give up a play like that, oh, you yeah. know, oh, cuts is coming up oh, on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I'm thinking, man, I'm about to get cut. They about to work out these safeties and bring them in. Yeah. But Jeff Halfley, who was my position coach, actually stood up for me. He said, you know what? You got to get this off you. We're going to roll with you. You start in the next game because we're playing a Thursday night game against Oakland. You're starting. And I was like, cool. Nice. Went out there, had a great game. Right. Got but, cut the next week, though. But think mm. about all the intricate detail. The clarity. He just No, but even how much goes into a play, and we look at sure, one guy and point. say he blew it. You just what? said he backed. I couldn't yeah, tell he if backed, he was going inside or out. He backed up, and yeah. he, he blew it. I was, just that little. I was so mad. I was, ah. But, but, but it was, but the crazy thing is, after he did that, I looked at two and seen him sit, and I looked at the corner, come flash, take him, and I'm like, well, I know I got this guy. <laughs> so it would have so, been so, it would have been even worse if we both would have jumped to it. How many, how many, how many years open. ago was that? This was 20, 2018. Mm, so the moral of the story, maybe Anderson Dejo wasn't so bad after all. You never know. <laughs> oh, no, like there's a lot that goes. A lot of no, no, no. A lot of the times, no, 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 you don't no, know who's at fault. Like yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Unless you unless you know the defense, you don't know who's at fault. And some of the times when I was watching Sendejo, it wasn't a lot of it wasn't his fault. Sendejo was awful. No, no, no. He was awful. He was he was the scapegoat for sure. He was a scapegoat. Awful. Sometimes, see what y'all don't know is on some of them over routes is really the weak side linebackers man that's supposed to take it, but he be so caught up in the play action that he's not going to get back. You know, Sendejo's actually trying to take up up his hands. And it makes him look worse. So Michael Jordan used to have a saying for people like that. He would call him a VOC. What's that? Victim of circumstance. <laughs> you a VOC I want to get to the Guardians here, guys. But last thing, another thing that drives me crazy that fans do is when they complain about play calling. Because fans complain about play calling when it doesn't work, right? Like, But if they had run the exact same play and it had worked, which yeah. is always designed to, yeah. then fans would never complain. It's, a, it's Whenever a team tries to trick play and it doesn't work, fans get so mad. And yet, when it works, everybody loves it and goes nuts. It's yeah. like, well, well I mean, if a trick play doesn't work, it's going to look ugly. Well, you, people don't take into account that this is professionals, right? There's guys that's going to win their one-on-one battles. Yeah, because if that was the case, every offensive play that's ever been created is created to score a touchdown. If of course, they, if it runs exactly how it's supposed to go. Right. People on defense are getting yeah. paid. They are elite, and they're able to make plays. So that's why a lot of plays get busted. They're elite. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, there's only two guys in the NFL in my personal experience that I looked at and said this guy is elite. Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack. I watched it and I said, "Yeah, they." Did you they, Tom Brady was elite? I didn't think Tom was elite when I seen Man. him play. I seen Aaron Rodgers play when I was a rookie. Yeah. Man, he shredded the LOB. I was like, that guy is a magician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was crazy. All right, guys, <laughs> we got to switch things up here. Let's get to the Guardians. Weird game yesterday. Guardians score a run in the top of the first. Mm-hmm. Mariners score three in the bottom of the first, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That was it. Uh, 
Um, Tristan McKenzie, he's had some first inning issues lately. Yeah, it, was yes. not, it wasn't yeah. his best shot. Uh, but he, he actually pitched really well after that, and the bullpen did fine, but they couldn't get anything going offensively. They lose. Fortunately, though, both the White Sox, the White Sox lost 4-3 and 11, and the Twins lost 6-3 to the Astros. So they, they maintain their four-game lead. Excellent. And with one less game to go on the schedule. Chicago so now trying, you know? 39 games left for the Guardians, 39 left. For the Twins and 37 left, I believe, for the uh, the White Sox. So, uh, I, I yeah, listen, you can't win them all. I, I hope they would go three and three and three and three in this road trip after winning the first two against the Padres. I'm hoping for four out of six. It was unfortunately lost yesterday, Jason, because that was their biggest pitching matchup. Edge was mm-hmm. in that game. Marco Gonzalez is like the Mariners' fourth starter, and obviously McKenzie's been great. Need Bieber to get it going tonight. Yeah. But he's facing a tough pitcher in Logan Gilbert, who's a good young pitcher. Gilbert, good young pitcher. Second yeah. year in the league, really coming into his own. Uh, Gonzalez was terrific last night. Even Tito said, hey, there's nothing we can do with him. So Yeah, he just had one of those days. Is, is Seattle in the uh... – they're, no, they were they're, a wild card team as of two days ago. They have the same record they, as the Guardians. Right. Exactly. So they would, that would be the first round matchup. Yeah, I, right. I, did, I, I think it still is. Yeah, I didn't look this morning. But did they, what they the team that like during the season they went on like a fifteen? Game they won right before the All Star break. I think they won fourteen in a row. Yeah. So yeah, I mean they're a pretty good team. Yeah, and yeah. You want to be challenged. The, the Guardians are going to be tested in this final whatever it is, five, six weeks of the season, mm-hmm. they're playing oh, a good. lot of good teams. That's good. They're going to be able to it'll showcase them playing good baseball so when they get into the postseason, they already clicking on all cylinders. Which so it's actually you, pretty good. If you had to bet right now the Guardians making the playoffs, are you in? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm all in. I'm in. I'm pushing Jay, all my chips I'm in. I'm in, but they've got a lot of games left with the Twins and White Sox. They've got 12 left, and there's one week in September that yeah. I believe is going to determine who wins the division. Interestingly enough, too, Tristan McKenzie, the only team he's not pitched well against this year, the Twins. No, don't say that. Three starts against <laughs> the Twins. He's got like a nine ERA against everybody else before yesterday's game. He, I think he had a 240 ERA against mm. the rest of the league. Mm. It's 262 so. now, so it barely moved. Even after yesterday's game, his ERA against teams that aren't the Twins, it's like yeah. 262, oh, 262 now. Still he's had problems in the first inning, but really seems his to last two starts after the bad first, first innings and yeah. then great. At, the last start, he had like 14 strikeouts yeah. after, the, and, and you know after struggling in the in the first inning. Uh, again, tonight's game, it, it's a little, when they're on the West Coast, it almost sometimes feels like they're off because nobody watches the game. Because it's so late. I know. Well, yesterday's <laughs> game was at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, but the next two nights, I, I believe, are 10 o'clock starts, aren't they? Yes. 10 o'clock starts yes. the next two nights, so that, that's always tough. Catch but the, uh, the question I wanted to ask is, are you, I mean, I guess everybody is all in on Everyone the, is all in, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the fans are not going to the games. That's not going to change until they get to the playoffs. No, but, but we should be talking about that because, I mean, I mean, you're in the hunt here. I mean, they are legitimately in the hunt here. Yeah, well, what are you expecting? Let's look at the, the, the upcoming homestand, which starts Monday or Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember. I think they're off Monday and then it starts Tuesday. They've got the Mariners, the Orioles, then the Mariners in the up, upcoming homestand, right? And then the Royals. So... Especially those first two series, those are two decent teams, pretty good teams. The Royals suck, but like there should be good crowds for these games. But I don't have much faith that there will be. You guys? No, we haven't seen any proof. Now, last weekend that we did, we had tickets yeah. to the Saturday night game. It was fireworks. Friday night, that was a good crowd because it was Dollar Dog Night, I think, and fireworks. What, what, what was the crowd? Saturday was fireworks. I, 
Well, Saturday at the game I was at, it was the three-hour rain delay. So oh, by the yeah. time the game actually started, half of them were gone. Right, right. But it would have been, I mean, it would have been over 20,000 for sure, 2025. Think yeah, about that. I know. You're saying that's a good crowd. I know, I it mean, is. Isn't that sad? Yeah. it's it's this like 20,000 is a good crowd. Well, this team certainly plays to the level that they deserve more. They, they deserve to be playing in front of a full house every night. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, I wonder, what do we think it is? I mean, is it is it the economy? The, you know, I mean, it's been a while. We can't, you know, the, the economy ebbs and flows. I just think, I think it's a disconnect between the perception of the public and the personality of the team, right? The, everybody thinks now they see it and they see it from a distance that the Guardians are winning games and four games up on the front. But I don't think there's a real connection with the team. Now, when I, and I'll go back to just, I'll go back to Albert Bell and Ramirez and everybody. There was a connection with the team. They mm-hmm. were connected to this yeah. team. And for whatever reason, I don't think the fan base, the the the, the not right. size, the the norm, the the fans that are really locked in. Besides, they group the next group of wave of people that that need to fill up the rest of the stadium. There's not a connection here. But let me ask you this: if if the Browns had not been stolen from Cleveland, right. and they had just been there the three years that there there were there was no football, yeah, they wouldn't have sold out all those games, would yeah, they? Yeah, they would have, because they had they had players with personality. I mean, there was a, they were players here. But, that you knew exactly who they were, right? You did. But they, you, I don't know uh, here besides McKenzie, yeah, right, and and and, and Ramirez. You, I don't think you could go up and down the street and ask anybody <laughs> who else is on the. But on, they on, haven't on the, on really the sold team. out. This is this is. I mean, we could talk about this for hours. I'm yeah. going to try and boil it down to 30 seconds. Would they have sold out? Probably not to the extent. But they still would have had a pretty good streak. Or that was a new stadium. Too. We wrote a story on this. Yeah. Art Modell was shocked that they were selling suites. People were leaving the Browns and right. going to the Indians yeah. when they opened that stadium. Modell was stunned that people, because he thought, who would ever leave us? Right. And the fact that they, they so they were losing some fans. But would they would it have extended as long as it did with if the Browns were still here? I don't know, because that's my larger point, and people don't want to hear this. Cleveland is very fortunate to have three teams, and they're fortunate that they got the extension done with the Guardians to stay at Progressive Field because I've talked to executives in town here who like kind of throw up their shoulders and say, I'm not sure the economy can support three teams. And Brad, you would know this as well, being in government. You know, I've talked to people who are like, Sherwin-Williams bringing their headquarters downtown is huge, but now we need more companies to bring their headquarters and to bring business back downtown because I'm telling you, the Cavs created, LeBron created a generation of Cavs fans that previously did not exist in Cleveland. Mm, true. And he put the Cavs on the map in yeah. a way that now people go to Cavs games, whether they're good or not. And yeah. that wasn't always the case. And I just don't know if there's enough money in Cleveland yeah. to support three teams. But they're fortunate in that the Cavs are locked in long-term. The Guardians are locked in long-term. So we don't have to worry about it. But And downtown Cleveland, when there's no games, is a ghost town. So, so let me, it's a ghost so, town. So in a, in a couple of weeks, I believe, uh, Neil Weiss, executive vice president of the Guardians, is going to join us to talk about the stadium expansion program. They've got a lot of big uh, ideas. And then let's talk about the the ideas around uh, progressive field and what needs to happen here. Right. So the great thing is, right, that they got locked into a long-term deal here because there are a lot of thirsty cities out here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Extract Nashville. Yeah. Extract somebody's team here. The, the, the question is, and I, I believe this is a three-sport town, right? The problem has been here that it has not always been played like that. It been, it, we, are, we were relegated for such a long time in futility around here in these sports that it was just like a foregone conclusion that the Cavs were here. The Browns were here. Right. It's going down to Municipal Stadium. You go down to Municipal Stadium, it was just a dump, right? Yeah. It was just a dump. And then that's when they built Progressive Field, Jacobs Field, and everybody jettisoned Municipal 
to go to Jacob because it was new, right? Yeah. And then the Cavs came in and Art was like, hey, hold on, y'all getting all this new stuff over here. What about us? Right. Right. And that's kind of how it jumped off. I would just tell you that this, there has to be a connection between the fan base <clears throat> and the personality of the team. There's a connection. Like, so when, but when the was, Guardians were going to the playoffs 16, 17, those, they had a lot of good personalities on the team. When, uh, there's a distrust in ownership that they're going to be able to retain their yeah. talent. Yeah. And to your point, when they had Bell, Manny, that was when the idea of signing long-term extensions was hot and everyone was doing it. Guys don't do that anymore. That really puts the Guardians at a disadvantage. They locked up uh, Bayerga with a long-term yeah, deal. They, they locked did. up Lofton with an, with an early long-term deal. But they didn't pay those guys second contracts. They're still doing that. That's not That's really, not as much. You've got to get them earlier and earlier. Shane, oh, yeah. yeah, sure. Shane early, Bieber yeah. rejected them. Like, I already wrote about that. They tried but to lock up Shane. They extended Shane Kipnis. No. They did extend Brantley initially. Even before since he, then, in the last three to four to five years. Guys are signing way early. It's first getting, year. It's get, yeah, Julio yeah. Rodriguez that just came across. Julio Rodriguez oh, is just, signing a monster deal yeah. with the Mariners. You have to get these guys. It's to the point. First you year. have to get them their rookie year or even before they well, make their major league debut to buy out those arbitration years. Otherwise, you're going to run into what the Guardians are doing now, and you have to trade these guys earlier in their careers. In the 90s, they would sign earlier, or they would sign longer well, well, deals earlier in their careers than they will now. Well, I, and, I, I, and I go back to this, Jason. That's, that's all true. There has to be a connection between the personnel and the personality of the team to the fan base. You can't go to any market that has a, a, a good program or a team that is invested in the team and not know the personnel. If I go to Dallas, the Dallas fans know the Cowboys people. If I go to if I go to the Warriors, they know everybody on the Warriors. If I go to Oakland, well, Oakland, Las Vegas, they know who the, they know who the Raiders are. If, if I play baseball, they know who are on the Mets. They know who are on the Yankees. I just say here, when it comes to baseball in this town, except for that run in the 90s, you, very, you may know a couple people, but you're not going to know them top to bottom here. We only know just a couple people here. And I, that does not equate and in, in, inspire me to go buy yeah. a ticket. But, shoot, but winning should trump even yes. that. You the should want to go see a winner. The problem is they weren't perceived to be a winner. Right? Well, they are. But, but they're, the, now they're the best organization in town. And, 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 the, and the season ticket base really sets your attendance. No yes, doubt. it does. Because yeah. you're not going to get a 20,000 walk-up crowd. Well, Rodriguez for the Mariners just, yeah. just got an extension. Yeah. For yeah. yeah. Rookie having a monster so. year. They got him his rookie year. Right. You can't wait. And in, in, the, to the, in the Guardians defense, Indians, whatever you want to call them, they tried getting Lindor. No, because they were the Indians yeah, yeah. at the time. They tried getting Lindor early. And they, they And they still missed the window. Yeah, they did. You have to sign these guys. Like yeah. George Valera coming up next year. If you want George, you got to sign him to a six-year deal. On day one, right. almost. Well, you, you do that, you better be sure. And it's some of those risk. are backfired, but sure. Usually, if the player's any good at all, it's a Jonathan Singleton in Houston signed right. a massive deal. Yeah, yeah never, never even barely played the major. Barely played. All right, uh, Mikey, time for good bet, bad bet. It is time for good bet, bad yeah. bet. And yesterday we had a lot of bad bets. Okay. Jay went zero and three. Ooh, Jeez. Bull, you went one and two. Jeez. Hulk went one and two. And Brad, I mean, uh, G. Bush went two and one. So G. Mm. Bush with a rare Look at me. Win. I'm creeping back in the game, baby. But Brad has been hot. Brad went no, three and one. Oh, yes, I, was. Oh, <laughs> I was down, buddy. I was down, buddy. <laughs> he was way, he was Brad much further out. Brad went one and one week. That yeah. was a tough oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. So I'm back in the game, baby. Tough week for our boy, Stop Brad. playing. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me see it one more time. Let me see yeah. those stats one more time. Let's pull the tag board up one more time. Tyvis is now the percentage points leader over Puck after Puck went two and four this week. Well, going to get Smoke in the basketball See, season. That's, that's not these guys' fault. You, why can't you include their bets even on days they're not here? Don't worry about it. We 
Listen, I think for football season, we should do that. Don't Listen, worry about it. I have a hard enough time getting everyone who's on the show that day to send me their bets <laughs> on time. Uh, please don't group me in that because you never have a hard time getting that's my bets. That's a fact. No, no, that's no. True. Bull is always the first one in. Whoa, that's a lie. No, Bull is always. Not in the building. Oh, I am usually. As soon as he texts me, I oh, shoot it right so, back. Uh, Tyvis, Tyvis is yeah. really quick. Right, only to say, he literally texts me. I text it right so back. So take Tyvis and me out of that. You Everybody guys else the most playing. punctual. Brad yeah. usually gets in 10 15, 10 20. G Bush, we have to text him every morning to remind him. <laughs> you know, and like, like you're right. In theory, Jason, we should text everyone yeah. every day. But I think yeah. for football, we got to do it. Uh, well, you know. Well, you got a whole week. We'll try. And if they don't give you picks by a certain time, they get 0 for 3. <laughs> That's it. Maybe we do that. Maybe yeah. we do that. Okay, well, let's get to today's picks. Yeah. We have three good ones. We have a Guardians and two Browns. We'll start with the first one. Guardians still a run-and-a-half favorite at Seattle with Bieber on the mound, but they're playing Logan, who's been pitching really well for the Mariners. Logan Gilbert. Logan Gilbert. And you guys all voted different ways. It was a weird panel, so we're just going to tell you how you guys voted <laughs> today. But. Okay. Anthony's at the doctor this morning, so our, our graphics are a little shocked. Okay. He's, he's in. He did great. Uh, you guys all picked good. Everyone's taking the Guardians today, so no matter what yeah. happens, we're all they, all aligned there. They need this one with Bieber tonight. I'm gonna say they, they got need it bad. They got the head. All right, let's see the next one. A little preseason football action. Oh, embarrassing. Bears plus five and a half at the Browns, and we had a big variance. We had Jay and uh, not Jay. Yes. Sorry, I'm reading this. Jay, Brad, and Tyvis all said bad. Boy, you're taking the good. I'm always going to take an underdog in a preseason game because who who the hell knows what's going to happen? I'm, I'll take the points. I agree. Uh, it's, I agree. Ir- it's irrelevant which team is the better team. It's the preseason. Guys, they're not play- I mean, I know Jacoby Brissett's going to play even though he got his hand banged up yesterday or two days ago, whatever it was. I just think that uh, the, Bears, That's the, Bears. the Bears' offense is shot to begin with. So. I mean, the Bears, yeah, but, like, don't you think Justin Fields will play a lot more than Brissett uh, he's will? To, he's supposed to play half, no. the whole half, I no. understand. Who is? Who? Justin Fields. I doubt it. I heard that today. I doubt it. Not with the, not with the Browns started. They better get him out of there. He, he might not make Man, it to the first geez. game. <laughs> that they're offensive giving line no, so they're bad. They're him no chance. They better say. What I don't understand about the Bears is the Bears never have cap room, and yet their team sucks all the time. How do they never have cap room? They Who are they paying? Doing, if they put Justin Fields in there for a half, it, they would be doing him a disservice. They, they said that they well, just playing this season. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They've been doing him a disservice. <laughs> Did he you see I, what happened yeah, to him yeah, last year? Yeah, 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 There's yeah, no way he's there, running for his life. I'll be like, please. I'll be saying a Hail Mary for him every time. Like, oh, my God. As a, oh, my God. As a Get out of here. As a Buckeye, I don't want to see my Buckeye brother go down like that. All right, Mike, you got one more. And lastly, under... 48 and a half passing yards for Jacoby Brissett. Tyvis, the only one on a limb here with the good bet. Everyone else went bad. Mm. They're not not about to – listen, they don't want this world – they don't want the Browns fan to panic, so they're not going to put him in a lot of passing situations anyways. They're going to give him some little short throws. He's only going to play for a couple of series anyways. He ain't getting over it. It's not like he's stretching the ball downfield because that's not what he does anyway. Yeah, that's and I not a lot of yards, though. 48, yeah, exactly. My point exactly. We're going to get him. Uh, we just need you to – listen, we just need you to go out there, complete a couple of passes, and we're going to get you out because we don't want the fan base to do this Josh Dobbs mm. season BS stuff. We All just right. want y'all to be calm going into week one. It's Cleveland, man. What All right. saying? <laughs> 
Fair enough. I, I, I think all he needs is like one decent <laughs> catch and run. And well, here. Not, who, well, who gonna do that? Hold on, hold on. My man David let's, Bell. Let's let's <laughs> let's flip that around. Yeah, okay. Let me let's, say let's, let's flip yeah. this. Let's flip this around. Yeah. I'm praying that he has a good. They're not going to expose him. Let me tell you something. Who cares if he has a good start? Let me talk to the camera. Oh, they care. I got to take. Me and Earl got to take radio calls tomorrow. Let me tell you something. People care. Let me tell you something. Anybody that calls a radio show about a preseason game is an idiot. So listen, you did radio for ten years. I didn't do post game show for preseason games ever. I love talking to the fans. David Bell. Tomorrow. David Bell is going to be a good player. Okay. All this hype for all these Ohio State receivers, they're so arrogant. Whoa. What the heck? Don't get canceled over who, here. Stop <laughs> playing over here. Who, who was who won receiver, best receiver in a Big Ten last year? David Bell. Is the guy the guy's got to be pretty good to win. Hey, with all that great he, he, talent. Listen, hold on, in, stop, in stop. He's not better than Jackson Smith. I'm about to say he's crazy. Guys, You're guys, crazy. Guys, guys. You're crazy. <laughs> listen to what I'm saying here. Was he? Why did he win? Is he the most skilled wide receiver on the face of the earth? No. Uh, a lot of friends. What does he do? No. What does he do? I was joking about the Ohio State receivers. Relax. <laughs> what does he do? He's efficient. He's smart. Catches the ball. Runs good routes. Yeah. It's not quarterback. Those traits with wide receiver are much more likely to translate from college to the NFL than like a quarterback, you know, is a little more unknown there. You say it like I'm out on David. No, Bell. I know that. Oh, but I'm about to I, say, I, I'm praying it. I know I'm he's kidding. got watched. What I'm saying is. had 200 yards like three times well, ago. What I'm saying is like Jay especially has like gone over the top about how bad the receivers are. And we don't know. Well, we haven't, I haven't talented. seen DPJ and, and David Bell for his first NFL action, which yeah. people forget that was his first NFL game. Yeah. He did well. I thought he played pretty well last he week. He dropped one pass. Right. Okay. That was it. Happens. Yeah. But again, like we can't get like everybody. Want, some people want to give up on the wide receiving core before this guy's ever played an NFL game. They think highly of him. Let's see. Tyvis, the biggest knock on David Bell is he's not fast. That's he's not fine. Who cares? Who but, is, but that's why I was going to ask you. How fast do you have? Like nobody. Do you know that the top receivers outside of y'all see people look at Tyreek Hill and Jamar Chase and they think like, oh, just because they're. Half the receivers jog them routes. Like, if you watch an over route, they be just. I remember two years ago. Because if, if you, if the run action is right, them linebackers going to bite anyways. It's just going to be wide open. So I remember two years ago when the Bengals drafted T. Higgins in the second round. Right. And a buddy of mine is a huge college football guy. He goes, ah, he's not that great an athlete. He's not that fast. I was like, well, everybody's telling me he's, he runs great routes and can catch the ball. That's what I want from my wide Cooper receiver. Cooper Cup isn't fast. T. Higgins is a stud. Cooper Cup ain't fast okay, at all. Okay, are we just so, saying he's not fast because he's white, or is he no, he's really not fast. not fast? Don't we always assume the white guy? Mike, Tom, not fast? Mike Thomas is slow, but it, it, he get that ball, he going. So, <laughs> so okay, so I don't want to put a guy on, on blast, but yeah. the name that oh, comes to mind oh. is Brian Rubisky. He was a second round pick who was not fast, and it hurt him. So what's the difference in a guy like David Bell who's not fast, but we hope? Well, it depends on how he's being utilized. Mm. Cause like, like I just told you, if you if you're David Bell and they're telling you to run this over route, if the if Nick everybody's gonna respect Nick Chubb anyway, so them yeah. linebackers is going to bite and you're gonna be wide open. When you run your routes, it's all about getting in and out of your breaks as a wide receiver. Amari Cooper for one, he gonna run that route and when he cut and plant, he's excelling out of it. Right. That's where 
that you get your separation is in and out of the break. Because if if a DB is one, two, three out of his break, you should be wide open. But if a receiver is boom and gone and it's fast, he's gonna be open every time. There's yeah. nothing you can really and do. You can about always it. find one example of a guy, right? Sure, you but know, but that, I'm saying that's he the first also thing played around mind. great talent at Ohio State. It's all about in saying. and out of your out of your breaks. That's all. But some, DB and receiver. Some guys who don't have great speed, they don't make it, and you think it's because of a lack of speed, right? And no. other guys mm-hmm. who don't have great speed, going to have terrific careers. And there's plenty of guys who have great speed, like John Ross, who the Bengals drafted, who sucks. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and Anthony Schwartz. Schwartz. Well, Anthony Again, Schwartz. <laughs> it's uh, only a- second year for TBD. Anthony Schwartz. I don't think it's fair to TBD. write him off yet, but still. Anthony Go Schwartz, ahead. Top TBD. five, Mikey McNuggets. What do you got? We do. Today's top five yeah. is five things we want to see in tomorrow night's preseason finale against the Bears. We didn't really preview it, so we figured I will this not get mad at you because I don't care about anything in the morning. <laughs> I just don't want any guys to get hurt. I know what number one is. We got negative bull. So let's start with number five. (laughs) Is Demetrik Felton alive? I would like to see Demetrik Felton at least on the field and breathing tomorrow because I have not seen him yet in preseason. I said I wasn't going to complain about your list, uh, but now I am. I don't care about Demetrik Felton. He's irrelevant. Negative bull is back. He was with the ones when Deshaun Watson was in there. That's all I know. If I say somebody's irrelevant and then I say no offense, does that make it any less offensive? No, it's not. <laughs> no, you're good. It's still completely offensive. Go ahead. Mike. All right, number four. Yeah. I want to see Josh Rosen put up another Josh Rosen stat line. As we've established, that's oh, about Lord. six for 21. Hater. You're a 48 hater. yards. That's yeah, I am sad. a hater. That's sad. I want to see Josh Rosen. This, is, this could potentially be Josh Rosen's last, last NFL. Yeah, so he need to go out. If like I'm Mr. him, I'm playing the Super Bowl. It's like the last dance for the Bulls and Josh Rosen. Mr. The, consistency. I'd love to see 18, you know, 8 for he better go, 21. He better go better 11 be, for not, 13 with like 125 in the tub. He's still getting cut. That's true. Oh, yeah, but it still, it still looks good amongst yeah, other. Uh, he, it's, he's not doing it for the Browns. He's doing it for 31 other teams. He's doing it for State Farm because that's where he's going to be working <laughs> next week. <laughs> Well, he, he was the guy. He ruffled a lot of feathers when he came in the league and said, if this doesn't work, I won't be at, like, McDonald's or something mm-hmm. like that. Is that what he said? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah it, was, it was bad. Not a it good guy. It was bad. <laughs> All right, number three. Yeah. Good. I want to see Kevin Stefanski put two running backs in the backfield at the same time and utilize some of these two back sets. Well, Whether it won't be Chubb and Hunt tomorrow, tomorrow in a preseason game, no. but I want to see four I'm going to tell you right now that that would never happen because they would not put that on film so people can Exactly. I don't want to see that in the preseason. These are things I want to see. The regular season. You, Look, won't, see, you can see it in the regular. You will not see it in no preseason. That's man. right. That's why it's what I want to see. Nothing creative. All right, Nothing n- number two. Number two. I want to see Jacoby Brissett throw one single pass. Just oh, want to see him throw one will. single pass. That will You'll get that. That will happen for sure. You'll get that. We hope so. How funny would it be if Stefanski just goes out with Brissett for two drives and just hands the ball off eight times? Mm. Nah. They, he so did oh, no, no, start booing. It, it'd, be a, it'd be an uproar. Yeah, they'd start booing. Mm. Boo! <laughs> and the number one thing Josh, we want to see Josh in tomorrow's Dobbs. preseason game is no injuries. Oh, yes. Let's get out healthy. That is. Yes. Let's get out healthy and get yes. ready for the regular Most season. That's number one. Please. All right, that's a good top five, Mike. I like the four exclamation points. I'm a big exclamation point myself, exclamation point guy. Tyvis, final takes, uh, final thoughts, or whatever the hell you want to call it. You're up first. Roll it. Hold on. Got to roll something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need this right here. That. Boom. All right, so for final takes for me yesterday and last Sunday, I had the, the play. Sunday, I had the privilege of going in the radio booth for the Browns. After I did the pregame show, I went up there with uh, Jim Donovan and Nathan Segura, and I was watching them. And as you know, if you don't know, I do high school football. I do the color commentary for high school football in Columbus. And I was sitting there watching Nathan, and I'm like, man, I could do that. Like, it, it was like, man, it, it gave me some confidence because it's like, man, I'm on the right 
path. Like I'm, what I'm doing right now is pretty similar to how he's doing things. So that was a confidence booster for me. And then last night, I know me and me and Richard Sherman is like that's my boy, and you know he made his Amazon Thursday night debut, and he's doing uh, pregame, halftime, and postgame shows. And I was sitting there just watching him talk and interact and how he was on TV. And it was just like, man, (laughs) I'm just like that. Like, I do the same thing. We have the same behavior. Um, I articulate the same way he does. He might use bigger words than me because he went to Stanford. But I was (laughs) like, man, I could definitely do that. So for me, this past week has just been a confidence booster that I know I can do the things that I aspire to do. And I'm on the right path. So it was just a good week for me all in all. It was a confidence booster. Brad? You're going to be all right. <laughs> just keep working. I told your mother, you just keep grinding. You don't do nothing else. Just keep grinding. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Next weekend. You know, I hate Notre Dame. <laughs> I really Nordic like Shane. I agree with that. Like Notre Dame. Notre Lame. Notre Dame. I got a lot of friends with Notre Dame. Ken Barlow, Greg. Ben. I got a bunch of people. Orlando Ward, late Orlando Ward. I don't know. A lot of people with Notre Dame. I'm so sick of Notre Dame stuff, right? <laughs> Sitting out here on a pedestal like you're this elite institution and you can't come close or near to anybody else. Well, let me tell you, your, your, your reign is coming to an end. We have a seat at the table for you at the Big Ten here, but it's not forever because Washington, Oregon want it. And if you're asking me to vote, I say, go on over there to the ACC and stay over there where they are. To purgatory. <laughs> Nobody's even watching them anymore. Come over here with us. <laughs> and next weekend, Tyler's not. We happy over here. <laughs> Get a picture of me and my man. We happy. So, we happy. I already, I already know what's going. <laughs> because <laughs> you coming to Ohio Stadium next weekend. We've been waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Well, we've been waiting for you. Mm-hmm. We've been. I can't say it again, Jason. We've been waiting for you. Right. And we're gonna have some little fun with you. Yes, we are. Have a little fun with you. I don't know you got that Notre Dame pride. I hear about it all the time, the Golden Dome, all the blah, 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 blah. My own, my own family lives three streets away from Notre Dame, right? So I've been to Notre Dame campus many a time. I've been waiting for you. Typhus has been waiting for you. Listen. The Buckeye Nation has been waiting for you. And guess what? The good thing is it's not one and done. We got a home and home series with you. Mm-hmm. We'll get you this time. And then when me and Typhus are going to hit the road, we're going to hit the road next year. We come to South Bend, buddy. <laughs> That's where you're going to sit right there in your little tailgate outside the little mm-hmm. place, the little cornfield. <laughs> and we're going to be right there with you because guess what? We're going to make you join this Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Come on here. Purdue waiting for you. Indiana's waiting for you. Ohio State's waiting for you. Michigan. Stop playing Michigan, Michigan State. Come on down here and play us every year. You get off that NBC contract and join us. This billion dollar TV deal we got. I mean, see be, you soon. It'd be a few extra billion. If they I mean, been. we we got NBC. We you get forty extra billion. You sign. Come on with us. And I ain't got it. Notre Dame. I got my last college uh, win against Notre Dame. So I hate Notre Dame too. I went out on a good level. Jason. Well, this week my final takes are all about me. Yesterday I needed a landscaper. Today I need more help. We've got the stupid fantasy football draft next week. I haven't played in ten years. Last year was the first time I got back into it. My team finished dead last. I need help. I'm going off the rails. No one here knows this. If you can help me, you can come with me to our draft. You're going to be my secret weapon. 
Slide into my DMs on Twitter at by Jason Lloyd. Send me your resume of fantasy football at jloyd at theathletic.com. Show me your championships. Show me your rings. Wow. If you're a good fantasy football player, if you wow. know what you're doing, if you can help me shut this guy up, that's cheating. Nothing I'm pointing the ball. Send me your resume. Help me draft. Help me take down the bull with in the our fantasy football with league. the fourth pick. With the fourth pick and the seventeenth pick, <laughs> Dave Richard tried to help me, and then yeah. he froze up, mm. and then he never did give me an answer. I he did it. not. <laughs> well, he did. He said he if, started to, and then he said, he said if, the, if, we go, if we're doing two quarterbacks, that you should take a quarterback. He did there. say that. Yeah. So we're only gonna do one quarterback. Anyway. You want to switch it? I prefer the regular. All right, one let's for do the it. Newbies. It's a little easier for guys. For the send me the rules. We'll switch it out send to one. I'll switch it out to one quarterback. The rest of the rules will stay the same, but we'll switch it out to one. Send me your resume and come help me draft a winner. And yeah. the ultimate Cleveland sports show, fantasy football league. All right, you just opened Pandora's box, Jason. Thank you so much. <laughs> let's go, let's go, bull. You should see some of the nudniks that are going to be sending messages to you. No nudes. Uh, I don't want nudes. I just want your resume. All right, shout out to. Uh, it's t- you he know. wants the resume written on his back in <laughs> yeah, Sharpie, yeah. and that's the picture he wants. So, 31 years ago, yesterday, no. I forgot about it yesterday. I got to do it yesterday, oh, but uh, is the anniversary of one of my favorite players ever reaching a milestone? I don't know if anybody remembers a great closer started was for the crux of his early career with the Cubs by the name of Lee Smith. Does anybody remember? Yeah, Lee? yeah. I remember Lee Smith. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't alive. Yep. It was a long time ago. <laughs> it, wasn't that, it wasn't that long ago. But Lee Arthur Smith. I still remember his middle name because he would come in. He's this big hulking relief pitcher back in the days when closers would actually pitch two and sometimes three innings. Lee Smith is a Hall of Famer. When I was a kid, my two favorite players were Ryan Sandberg and Lee Smith of the Cubs. I'll never, the reason I, and it was uh, 31 years ago yesterday, got his 300 save, he ended up saving over 400 games. He pitched for the Red Sox, he pitched for the, the Cardinals, which killed me that he pitched for the Cardinals. But the, 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 one of the memories I have was, and this is amazing, like we have so much information now available to us, but when I was a kid, the only way to get out of town sports news and scores there were two options. You could call what, what sports phone. Did you get? You guys remember sports phone? You used to dial nine seven six one three one three. I think it was. Don't call it now. It could be a porn line for all I know. <laughs> Whoa! But back in the day, you would call. I think it was nine seven six one three one three. And every ten minutes, they would update the baseball score. Okay. That's the only way I could get a score. Or ten ten wins, which is a big news station in New York, still around today. They give you the scores at fifteen and forty five after the hour, and the sports news. That was the only way at that time that I could get sports scores out of town, which is amazing. You think about what it's like now. And I'll never forget when the Cubs traded Lee Smith to the Red Sox for Al Nipper and Calvin Chiroldi. Al Nipper and Calvin Chiroldi. They both sucked. And I was heartbroken because he was one of my two favorite players. And I was a kid and I was angry. I was heartbroken. I remember listening to the radio over and over again, listening to that trade on 10-10 wins. And I was crying as a kid. Because Lee Smith had been traded. Kudos to him for getting in the Hall of Fame. All right, uh, that's it for a Friday edition. Mike, did you want to say one comment? Yeah, A, make sure everyone subscribes. We, we can't Yes, please. We can't encourage you to subscribe enough. I know, hit the bell. Joe Thomas on Monday. Mm. Yes. Making his second appearance. We're going to revisit the McNuggets nickname with Joe Thomas because he's the one that gave it to me back. Right, he's going to have no clue day. what you're talking about, but okay. He follows me on Twitter, so he has to at least uh, see my terrible takes. He's every not looking at your – he's not actually looking at his, your Twitter. But we got Joe Thomas. Week. we got a big week coming up next right. week. And this was a really good week, guys. It was, it was a great really week. week. It's a great week. At, Mikey says subscribe. That you go to our YouTube page, click the you know subscribe button, and then you hit the bell for alerts as well. 
Keep those numbers coming. If you haven't subscribed already, guys, and have tell a great your weekend. And tell your friends to subscribe. Tell your friends, I know people watching have subscribed, but we need you to tell your friends to subscribe. Right. Tell their friends to subscribe. Lock it in. We'll talk to you Monday, 11 a.m., right here on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. See ya.